Welcome back to Discovering the Bible. Thanks for tuning in again. Before we start with today's episode, I just would like to say that you can listen or even watch this video podcast either on YouTube or you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and also Google Podcasts. And if you subscribe to the channel, you will automatically notified when there is a new episode. Today's episode we could call When the Indictment is Empty. And we are talking about justification. That is a wonderful topic. And we read in Romans chapter 1, sorry, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, having been justified on the principle of faith, we have peace towards God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have also access by faith into this favor in which we stand and we boast in the hope or in hope of the glory of God. Marvelous words. We won't cover all of them in this episode, but we will have some uh, other episodes also. But in this episode, I would like to occupy ourselves with the question, what is justification and we have in the past on this channel we have already uh, dealt with the topic of forgiveness and uh, and I think it would be very beneficial to see that there are differences between forgiveness on the one side and justification on the other side so let me for a little time go back to forgiveness and when we deal with forgiveness we will see that forgiveness is an is an act of, of mercy and friendliness we could say right we have sinned against somebody or let's say in this uh, example against God but God forgives us he he will not bring the sin up again in the future we read in, in Hebrews 10 verse 17 and 18 and their sins and their lawlessness I will never remember anymore what comforting words God will not remember our sinful behaviors, our sinful deeds anymore, our lawlessness, our transgressions, our sins. He will not remember anymore. And, and the result of forgiveness is that there is no punishment anymore. The punishment has been taken away, at least for us. When God forgives us, He can only do so because somebody else went into the judgment that we deserved. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 12, John writes, I write to you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven for his name's sake. If God forgives us our sins, he can only do so because the Lord Jesus Christ, as a substitute, went into the judgment of God on our behalf. That is, on behalf of all those that believe in him. When we come to justification on the other side, we will see that justification is the result of God's righteous or just judgment. And justification just means that God declares somebody to be just. He justifies. He declares somebody as just. And when somebody is being justified by God, God is the only authority that can do so, that changes the whole standing before God. Our whole position before God is changed. You see, when we deal with forgiveness, 
we have seen that forgiveness deals more with the punishment. Am I, I'm guilty. I have done something against God. I have sinned against God, but God forgives me. That is, he does not bring the topic up again. And again, he does not, uh, he will not remember the sin anymore. And the judgment is taken away. The punishment is taken away. But I'm guilty. But when, so there, there is an accusation actually. But when we turn to justification, when God declares the sinner to be just, what does he do? He even takes the accusation away. So judgment again, uh, sorry, uh, forgiveness deals more with the question of our punishment, where justification deals more with the question of our accusation. The accusation is even taken away. Sin is not attributed to us anymore. Even though it is there, I'm not accused of it anymore. And when there is no accusation, there is no judge, and there is no judgment, there is no punishment. So once again, not only the punishment is taken away, that is forgiveness, but also the accusation is taken away. That is what justification deals with. And hence we can read in Romans chapter 8, verse 33 and 34, who shall bring an accusation against God's elect? That is the question that the Apostle Paul now asks, right? He has dealt with justification in the, in the, in the chapters 3, 4, and 5. But now in chapter 8, he, he again asks, Who shall bring an accusation against God's elect? Is there anybody who could bring an accusation against God? And, and the answer is no. Why not? Because it is God who justifies. We will come back to that in a moment. Because... God is the highest authority. It is the highest authority that has justified us. And then it, the verse continues, who is he that condemns? Again, I could say it's a rhetorical question. Is there anyone who could still condemn us? Who could bring a charge against us? Who could bring an accusation and hence condemn us? And the answer is, it is Christ who has died. Wonderful words. Let me read the words once more in, in its totality. Who shall bring an accusation against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ who has died. Romans 8, verses 33 and 34. So these are the differences between forgiveness and justification. And because the... the uh, theme or the topic of this episode is justification, just once more, the meaning of justification is that God declares somebody to be just. And I would like to, to make an illustration to, to, yeah, to help us to understand what justification actually is all about. There's a, a father, a rather peculiar father, and he has the custom uh, that every time his son does something bad, sins against the father, he takes a nail and he uh, hammers the nail into a board in a piece of wood. And when the son then returns to his father and asks for forgiveness, the father uh, takes the nail out. And so the, the sin has been forgiven, right? The nail is taken out. But once in a while, the grandfather comes and, and visits his, his grandchild, and he knows about the uh, tradition of the father, and he goes and visits this board and looks at it, and, and 
he sees uh, different holes in the board and he he counts the holes in the board because you know if you hammer a nail into a piece of wood and even though you take it out it will leave a hole there right it will leave its mark and um, he counts the holes and says oh my grandchild he has committed quite some sins this week um, and the father and the father notices what his his father the grandfather uh, does and he says hmm I have forgiven the sin to my son and, and the matter is closed the case is closed so he's not satisfied with that and when the grandfather leaves again um, he takes some filler and he closes all the holes and then he paints everything very uh, like white and the result is there's a white even surface uh, no holes are, are, are seen and then the grandfather comes another time and he visits and he goes back to the piece of wood, the board, uh, in, in order to see how his grandchild behaved in the in the past week. And what did, what does he see? Well, he sees a white, even surface, right? And what does it say? He says, oh, my grandchild didn't commit any deeds. Well, it's, I have a just grandchild. He didn't commit any sin. And that is exactly what justification is about. This grandchild has been justified before his grandfather. Any accusation, any stain has been taken away. In the eyes of his grandfather, he is a just grandchild. Somebody who appears not to have sinned at all. And and we can easily understand that that um that, that, that the whole standing of the grandchild before his grandfather is totally different, right? There's nothing where the grandfather says, hmm, my, my grandchild child has sinned in this particular way. Yes, it has been forgiven, but still he has committed the deed, right? No, every accusation has been taken away and the grandchild stands before his grandfather as somebody who has never sinned. And that is exactly what justification is all about. And even though there are differences between forgiveness on the one side and, and justification on the other side, they all, as all the blessings that we enjoy, that God has given to us, they have all the same foundation, and that is the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. When it comes to our salvation, we cannot contribute anything. We did the sinning. We were enemies of God. We were without strength. And we could not contribute anything whatsoever when it comes to our salvation. Salvation is a work that is completely outside of us. But God knows all our sins and he has sent his son to die for us. And that turns our eyes to the cross where the Lord Jesus Christ died. And in Romans 8, verse 32, we read, He who, yea, has not spared his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him grant us all things? God has not spared his own son, but delivered him up. In Ephesians 5, verse 25, I believe it is that we read that the Lord Jesus Christ delivered himself for the church. Galatians 2.20, we read that he is the Son of God who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Both perspectives are, are right. God delivered him, but 
in whole in the whole in his whole harmony with the will of God, the Lord Jesus Christ did deliver himself up for us. It is not that he needed to be forced into this. No, he willingly gave himself. That is also true. But here the focus is on God. It is the God that justifies us who has himself prepared the foundation on which he righteously, justly can do so. He delivered his own son and he has given the highest that he could ever give to us. He couldn't give us less than that. He was not willing to do this. He could have given, but he was not willing to give us less. But he was not, he could not give us more than that. He gave us his own son. He did not spare his own son. Romans chapter 4 verse 25 reads, Who has been delivered for our offenses. And then 1 Peter 2 verse 24, it speaks about the Lord Jesus Christ himself uh, again, who himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. That is, in the three hours of darkness, the Lord Jesus Christ with all our sins, that is, the sins of all those who believe in him, he stood before God. And God judged him for all the sins that I have done and all everybody who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. There he was my substitute in the judgment of God. We can also think of, of 1 Peter 3.18 that Christ suffered for sins once, the just for the unjust. Very touching words. I now would like to, and I, and I trust that we have understood what justification means, I would like to come up with seven final aspects of justification. The first one is the authority. God is the authority in this case. He's the one that justifies. Romans 8.33 reads, it is God who justifies. He is the highest authority. There's no higher authority than God, and he has justified. And that means that no one, really no one, not Satan, no, not any angel, no one can question what God has done, that he has declared us just. The second aspect, I would like to touch on the foundation on which God has justified us. God always needs a righteous foundation on which he can act. And in Romans 5, 9, we read, Much rather, therefore, having been now justified in the power of his blood, we shall be saved by him from wrath. Yes, the foundation is the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. When it speaks about the blood here, it means that the Lord Jesus Christ went into death. He put out his life, so to say, into death. We know that Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. And the Lord Jesus Christ paid the wages of my, of our sins. Number three, it is the proof of our justification. We read in Romans 4 verse 25, who has been delivered for our offenses. Again, that is the foundation that was needed. He needed to be delivered up for our offenses. The righteous demands of a holy sin-hating God needed to be satisfied. But then we continue reading and has been raised for our justification. So when we take a look at the cross, and the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, we, we see that he needed to be delivered for our offenses. But then we look to the empty tomb and we see it is empty, that he has been raised. He's not among the dead anymore, but he is alive. And that gives us the proof that God is satisfied with the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Number four, the source of justification. In Romans 3, verse 24, we read, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. You see, when it comes to the payment or the price of our justification, it doesn't cost us a thing. It is freely and it is by His grace. Grace means unmerited favor of God. We did not or we do not deserve any of the blessings of God. Whatever God gives us, it finds its foundation in the work and the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. But it is by the grace of God, in his unmerited love, he gives and he gives freely. Number five, the principle of justification. We read in Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore, having been justified on the principle of faith, it is not by works we have been justified, not the works of keeping the law, notice by grace and by faith alone. That is the principle. Faith is what takes the hand of God, so to say. And also in Romans uh, chapter 3, verse 26, we read, so that he should be just and justify him that is of faith of Jesus. Everybody who puts his trust, his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that is being justified by God. Number six is the scope, so to say, the scope of justifications. We read in Romans chapter 3, verse 22 and 23, of the righteousness of God by faith of Jesus Christ towards all and upon all those who believe. For there is no difference for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So the scope is on the one side, it is towards all and there is no really, there, there really is no limit. God, or let me rephrase this, the work of the Lord Jesus Christ is sufficient that if everyone believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, God could justify everyone. Not one single person is accepted from that. No, everybody can be justified. It is towards all, but then it also continues and says, and upon all those who believe. Yes, the principle of justification is by faith. On our side, it needs faith, it needs trust in the Lord Jesus Christ that I take him as my personal savior. But the scope really is that the, 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 the work of the Lord Jesus Christ is so majestic, so great, that everybody can be justified. But only those actually get justified that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then number seven, it is the quality, I would call it the quality of justification. And we go to Acts chapter 13 verse 39 and there we read and from all things all things from which ye could not be justified in the law of Moses in him everyone that believes is justified again we see the scope everyone that believes is justified but it also says in all things from which ye could not be justified in the law of Moses by keeping the law no one can be justified on the contrary, if we try to keep the law, the law condemns us. It will show us that we cannot keep the holy and good commands of God, Romans chapter 7. But from all the things that we are being condemned of by the law, 
we are being justified on the principle of faith. And that is the quality. We are justified not of some of our sins. No, we are justified from all our sins. It is a legal term, justification. It means to be declared just. And that means we stand before God as though we have never sinned. And I hope as we let this sink in that we understand what it means to be justified by God and what our standing before God is like. And when our standing before God is as those that are being justified, then there must be wonderful results for us. And this is what I would like to cover in the next episode, that there are wonderful results. We have peace with God, we have access to God's favor, to God's grace, and we boast in the glory of God. But these topics, this re these results are so majestic that we need a little bit more time. So in the next two episodes, I would like to um, speak about these wonderful results and I hope they will warm our hearts and show us what a wonderful God we have that has thus dealt with us. Thank you in for tuning in today and I hope that you will tune in in the next episodes. Until then, God bless.